0: Welcome to the Naked Party Time Podcast, where we get real and raw about life, leadership, and love.
1: While having lots of fun along the way.
0: So what do you say? Are you ready to get naked?
1: Let's do it.
0: Well, hey there, everyone. I just wanted to let you know that this podcast is a little bit different today. It's a bonus episode with my mom and dad, Gary and Becky Manis, as we were in Branson, Missouri, celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary with my siblings and, and uh, their families. Just want to let you know that uh, we did not record this in our normal podcast studio, and there were four of us sharing two mics, so the audio is not quite the quality that, uh, that I would like as a perfectionist at heart. Um, and there's a couple of times where uh, their audio is not quite level from one mic to the other because we're all sharing, but just want to let you know that. And uh, this uh, podcast is dropping on my parents' anniversary. So happy 50th wedding anniversary to you, mom and dad. We love you so much. Uh, we honor you. Uh, I already missed being with you there in Branson. We had such a great time. So go ahead and enjoy this special episode of the Naked Party Time podcast. Well, hello again, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Naked Party Time Podcast. I'm here, as always, with my co host and beautiful wife, Sabrina. C- so you're green, you're beautiful. I am, thanks. All right, okay, good. <laughs> uh, we also have very special and honored guests, Gary and Becky Manis, my parents. Uh, we are here in Branson celebrating uh, their 50th wedding anniversary. And uh, we have a peanut gallery today as well. My twin brother, Jeremy. Give a shout-out, Jeremy. Shout-out from the west side. <laughs> <laughs> and my sister, Jenny, as well. Jenny, you want to give a little shout-out? What's up? <laughs> so we'll, hopefully they got it there on the, uh, on the background noise there. But they're, they're here just hanging out with us, and we're going to ask my mom and dad some questions today on how do, you, how do you make it 50 years, especially with three crazy kids like they have, uh, we're here in a house in Branson. We have uh, the, the siblings, their their children, my siblings, our families, and 11 grandchildren. Did you ever, mom and dad, imagine 50 years ago that you'd be in a house in Branson with your children, 11 grandchildren, recording a podcast?
2: <laughs> no on all of those questions. But certainly, I, I was thinking back to when we were married. I wasn't even thinking about children at that point. I was just thinking about being married.
0: What were you thinking about on your wedding day, Dad? Oh, oh snap. <laughs> naked party time. <laughs> this is naked party time.
1: <laughs> and I thankfully, told, they are dressed.
0: Yes, we are all fully clothed. <laughs> I did tell them I have no idea where this is going to go today. So, <laughs> Okay, uh, good. <laughs> so uh, on the podcast, I, uh, Mom and Dad, I think you've, you've uh, watched or listened to the episodes. We want to get real and raw about life, leadership, and love. And uh, there's nothing more real and more raw than marriage. Um, right. I think even even you guys would say that to make it one year is not easy. Uh, but to make it 50, you've seen a lot of life. You've seen a lot of ups and downs. We, we did your um, vow renewal yesterday and uh, you know, renewed the vows that you had given on your wedding day. And it's for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and health. Um, and you guys have experienced, I think, every one of those vows at some point. Uh, I wouldn't say you've ever been rich but comparatively we ha- we have been rich to many people in the world and we talked about yesterday even the the richness we've had of, of other things besides money in life more valuable things so anyway um, well we'll just we're just going to dive into the questions here we might have some questions that we didn't plan on but we had some listeners that submitted some great questions that I thought were uh, were good I, actually I'll, I'll start with one well I think this I think the one I was going to ask is already included in here so Uh, Tanya and Emily both asked this question, what's one thing you could do differently that you would do differently if you could? So I know there's a lot of years to remember, probably more than one, but what's one thing you you would do differently?
2: Well, I I certainly would have taken more uh, opportunity to utilize Becky's giftedness in ministry. Mm. It took me a long time to get to the place where I recognized how gifted God had made her And as a result, she's been freed to do a lot of things that otherwise would never have happened. Ministry to women in Bible studies, ministry one-on-one, counseling with individuals, all those things. Uh, She just has a great gift from the Lord to do that. And I wished early on I would have uh, seen that potential. And she may not have had the time back then with three little ones either. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's been one of the things I wished I could go back and redo.
0: Mom, anything? Mm-hmm. And by, by the way, if you – sorry to cut you off. If you guys don't know who are listening, my dad was a pastor, full-time pastor for 40 years. 40,
2: 40 plus, yeah.
0: And then even in, in his retirement, has, has continued serving in churches, ministering, even leading churches in his retirement, which is not really called retirement. But <laughs> uh, but that, that – so that that answer about my us, utilizing my mom in ministry is, is linked to his uh, full-time ministry as well. So, Mom, what's one thing you would do differently?
1: I really don't know. Hey, I – I guess just be more aware of of how important it is to be a team, and um, I maybe to speak my mind more. Hmm. I, I was always afraid to speak up because I didn't want to create waves. Wow! And so maybe maybe I would have been a little more bold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Um, so uh, Tanya also asked this question, and I, and I don't know if there's a, there's an answer. I'm not sure if there is hurt that you're aware of anyway, but how do you resolve hurt your children feel you have caused them? Do you, do you have an answer to that question? Well, we, we talked about this briefly, just the fact that
2: uh, we can't go back and undo what may have been done, but we can certainly pray that God would heal whatever it was is at the root of that hurt. And Becky, again, for years now, along with Sabrina, has been been very actively involved in ministry through counseling and through prayer counseling, yeah. through actually asking the Lord, mm-hmm. what is the root of this? Yeah. What's going on? And I, and I believe that would be, that's the critical thing is to point them, apologize for what you've done, yeah, even if it was unintentional. Yeah. You apologize and ask for forgiveness. But then try to find a way for them to ask mm-hmm. the Lord, what's, what's really at the root of this? Yeah what causes us to hurt so badly.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yep. And, yeah. I, and I hope we don't have any unresolved hurts within our
0: yeah. family and children. Jeremy, Jeremy's raising his hand over there. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy wants to he wants He wants a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll share some hurts. Uh, we, can, uh, we can
1: do that afterwards. So, yeah, separate podcasts. Yes. I think there can be unresolved hurts, partly because either one side isn't willing to admit that they did anything, mm or the other side is not willing to express what what hurts. Yeah. And so if you're not willing to actually get, get real and get gritty and nobody wants to hurt more and so they yeah. they avoid anything that might be hurtful yeah. but then it's just like a surgery if you're not going to actually get to the root get and get get the poison out of there the hurt out of there it's not ever going to be resolved yeah so there just has to be some honesty
0: yeah i think dad what you said is is really good even if it's just for somebody out there that's completely unrelated but if if a child ever comes to you and says even if it's from years ago that this this hurt Mm -hmm. just the acknowledgement of i'm sorry i Mm -hmm. will you forgive me Mm -hmm. um Instead of trying to defend yourself, or it's the acknowledgement of the hurt and allowing that person to to then be, be given that forgiveness. I think is good. I think sometimes parents try to defend their actions, even if it's from years ago, when they just need to acknowledge that they they hurt the child and and uh, and need to forgive them. We talked to, again. We we've, we've been sharing memories this this week while we're here. But one of the things I remember growing up. Is how quickly, specifically, you dad would, how quickly you would ask us for forgiveness? Because I, cause I quickly needed to ask. <laughs> if if you if you overreacted or or said something you shouldn't have or or would, whatever, the smallest of things that that maybe we wouldn't even have thought it was a big deal. You always were were quick to to come and apologize and, and seek our our forgiveness. So e- even those things in the moment type things, when you know that you've hurt your children, <laughs> it's good to, uh, and I, I think I've. I have definitely picked up on the overreaction part of of, of being a father.
1: But, you know, there, sometimes God impresses the need to apologize, even when the person you need to apologize to says, oh, that didn't yes. hurt me or yep. that wasn't important. But, but needed... if God impresses on good. you, you need to apologize. Yep.
2: Okay. Yep. And also I believe that you just can't do a blanket apology. In other words, yeah. well, I'm sorry. You know, I think you, you there has to be specific in there. I'm yeah. really sorry I hurt you. I'm really sorry I said that. Yep. Would you forgive me? And I think that goes
0: beyond just yep. saying, "Oh, I'm sorry." Yeah. And then not adding but. Yeah. Yeah. But right. this is why. Right. It's just saying, "I'm sorry. Will you forgive me?" That's that's good. You ask that first. One. Okay. First.
1: One. Uh, what tips do you have in finding balance in your relationship?
2: This uh, when you look back over 50 years. Yeah. Life changes so dramatically during those 50 years. To find balance when you're first married, it's, it's not that hard, although you've both come from individual lives where you have things you like to do certain ways and uh, you don't want to eat this or you don't want to go there or you don't want to listen to that. And that first stage of your marriage is trying to adjust to each other. Yeah. Then suddenly you've got children. And in our case, uh, twin sons are, are born a, a, a,
0: amazing twin sons. I, as I said, twin sons.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: the listeners are hearing where I get it from.
2: <laughs> but uh, So then Becky, really she had so much to do. And at the same time, she was the house mother at, yeah. at a college, a Christian yeah. college dormitory for women. So we were living in, in the, a little one-bedroom apartment with twin sons. She's trying to balance that with a husband two children, and a dorm full of girls. Yeah, And so uh, I'm sure it was very frustrating. So then as the kids grow, the balance changes. And now we're at a stage where, where everybody's gone, and except each other. We're, we're both there. And my mom is, is with us. And so then again, there's a different kind of balance there. Yeah. How do we balance that? So. I guess to answer the question is, you just have to find it at every level that you're at you, yeah, and, and find a way that makes it work.
0: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. good. And that, that was, I should have had you read the rest of the question, but oh, it was, yeah, how do you find personal time, finding time to spend with each other, with kids, also for work? It's oh, okay. A, yeah, I mean, that's, you, you yeah. answered it, but it's it's seasonal and that's okay. It's yeah. you know, different seasons will right. provide for different things, so.
1: Well, and that, when we, when I was the house mother and we had twin boys I could not find personal time with the Lord, mm. and I would get so frustrated. And I, I would sit down with my Bible, and then somebody would cry. And usually it was me. I or or there'd, <laughs> or there'd be a knock at the door, and I finally said, God, what do I do? I want to mm. spend time with you, but I, I can't find any time to do that. And and very clearly He said, Do what you can wow. when you can. So I wrote out scripture verses on three by five cards and I put them over the kitchen sink and I put them on the bathroom mirror. And a lot of times for days, that would be my only personal time with the Lord. But I, I was satisfied. That's awesome. That's great advice. It fed that craving in my soul, but that was just for that time.
0: Wow. Somebody needs to hear that. I think just to do what you can. I hear so, so often it's usually, you know, especially stay at home moms who are who say, I, I, I just don't have any time, right. which is understandable when right. you have children clawing at your at your ankles all day right. long. And <laughs> so that's that's great advice.
1: Okay. Sarah asked, how can you best work through a big decision that affects the entire family when you and your spouse may have completely different views and opinions on it?
0: I'm really curious on this one to know yeah, when, when, have you ever has there ever been a big decision that you guys had different opinions on? yeah there has and most of the time it was about a change in ministry location okay
2: what, don't, wouldn't you think that's mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I would begin to sense the Lord's releasing me from someplace not knowing necessarily where we were going next but knowing that we were finished where we were and Becky had as a as a great mom and wife and woman, had established roots and connections, and and she had made the place her own, and it was it was a it was her home. Yeah. And then for her, her to have to just think about we're moving, and this is going to sound crazy to people, but we moved 33 times in our marriage. Yeah. Now, not all those different ministry locations, but a lot of them. A lot of them were, and and so Becky had to continually find herself being uprooted from, from places where she had become comfortable and so those were difficult times and yet uh every time she went yeah. not I mean I'm not saying I, that I bossed her into going yeah but she had a heart such for the Lord that she said Lord I married the man yep. not the plan I'm, that's awesome. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go where Gary goes that's awesome and so if if she hadn't been willing to do that I never could have done what the
0: Lord did called me yeah. to do. And you guys have two very different personalities too. You're very introverted dad, mom's yeah. much more relational and extroverted. <laughs> yeah. So it had to be harder for her to leave. Not that it's easy. It was easy for you to leave relationships. You had some deep relationships at certain places. Yeah, different places, yeah. Um, that had to be hard to leave, but I know I know for mom that had to be m- much more difficult cuz it's more natural for her to have those relationships.
1: But you mentioned the difference in our in our personalities and there was one church where we didn't live next to the church. We lived a little bit away, and as soon as church was over, Dad was ready to go. <laughs> but being more relational, I wanted to check with people, see how they were doing. So we talked through this, said, how do you hmm. how do you find a balance in your relationship? How do, or how do you work through a big yeah. decision? I said, Gary, if you'll give me 15 minutes after the service <laughs> that I can check with different people, then I will go. And so he was willing to give a little bit. I gave a little bit. I wasn't gonna stay there for an hour, <laughs> still working with people. But, and and I knew, 15 minutes, I better be ready to go. And I knew there were specific people I wanted to talk to. So we worked through that. Yeah, it's a compromise. The, it was a compromise. And when there have been, and we were talking about this a little bit ago, when there's a big decision that has to be made, you can express your opinion but somebody has to be the the spiritual authority in the home that has to take responsibility for the decision mm. that's made, mm. and ultimately. Yeah. So when it comes down to one, one decision isn't bad, one decision isn't good, it may be equal, so, but somebody has to make the decision. And then so you, I had to be willing yeah. to give in to that, whether he made the decision that I thought was right or not.
2: It, Honestly, there are times when I'm sure that um, I maybe got ahead of the Lord hmm. in doing something. And so Becky was, by her being willing to go, she was placing herself yeah. in the hands of the Lord saying, you got to take care wow. of us. Even though, you know, I don't think this is the place we ought to be or what we ought to be doing. I'm going and I'm going to be involved, but Lord, you've got to take care of us. Yeah, And so um, th- that's a big that's part awesome. of it too. and, and yeah. not. Not every wife is willing to yeah. do that, and it
0: ta- it, but it also takes a. There has to be a trust as well that your husband mm-hmm. is at least honestly seeking the Lord. They right. may have misinterpreted the right. will of the Lord, right? But I think Mom always trusted that you were seeking the Lord, yeah, um, which which allowed her then to submit to that. But you're right; it takes some. You have to. There's there's some risk there. I I, I do remember several times, at least, uh, more than once, where you said that you you felt the Lord was releasing you from somewhere. And unbeknownst to you, God had already revealed that to mom, and when yeah. you shared it with mom, she it was just confirmation. Right. right, which is all that's awesome. Yeah, how the Lord works that way. Well, Jill Roberts, who you guys both know, Ben sure. and Jill Roberts, uh, she asked a great question. It may be the yes or no question. Who knows? But have you ever gone to bed angry at each other? I was surprised that Becky said yes. We had. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You were going to say, say no. no. I was going to say no. That's hilarious. Uh, but she said yes, and so then explain what, why you would.
1: Well, there answer are, like that. there are times when there's just not enough time to to resolve something, and you have to agree to disagree mm-hmm. and settle it later. Mm-hmm. And you know, like if you both have to go to work the next morning or something, you cannot get it resolved. You can't stay up till one o'clock in the morning yeah. to resolve this. And so, I to, for me, the best thing for sometimes we're just going to have to talk about this later. We're going to have to resolve it later. Yeah. I'm choosing not to be angry with you. I don't want to be, um, I don't want to be mad at you because yeah. then you don't sleep. Yeah. It just eats at you, and you think of things that you want to say all <sighs> night. But um, there are times when it's just not possible to resolve it. Mm. At that point. Yep. That's good. And you have to agree and, and we we'll you know, work on I, this later. and you can't
2: let it go on and on either. Right. Yeah. And right. I think that's what we've been able to do is we haven't let any issue go on beyond a day. Yeah. You know, we've, we've always been able it's to good. deal with it. I, I think that's correct.
0: Yeah. I would uh, Jeremy and Jenny might if they have a different recollection than I do. I don't ever remember. I know you guys had disagreements and and that you had to apologize to each other and ask for forgiveness for things you did, but I don't ever remember seeing you like fight in front of us. I don't ever remember either of you yelling at, at each other. Do you guys, Jenny? Sabrina remembers one time when we were faking it. Well, you, yeah, that was... <laughs> I remember that, too. That yeah. was an illustration. But, that,
2: but, that, but you were faking it. It yeah. wasn't real. Yeah, but that, that's right. But that's why I was so shocked. The reason
0: it works, because we had never seen you do yeah. that before, and you were using it to, to teach Jenny a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jenny. Uh, but that was, I think, a not, not that you can't ever have a disagreement in front of your children, but, right. but I think you guys always... Uh, uh, you, you, I think modeled well conflict resolution, and just how to treat each other. Even though, again, you, you neither of you would say that you were perfect by any any stretch of the imagination, but you, I think you both worked really hard to model uh, healthy conflict resolution and just not not raise your voice at one another or treat one another unjustly, especially in front of us kids. I, I, I don't ever remember any time. Maybe the Maybe there was, I just don't remember it, but J- Jeremy and Jenny were shaking their heads uh, no as well. So good job. I wish I could say the same <laughs> for our relationship. Uh, okay, Emily had a, a number of questions here, but we'll, we'll start with the first one. What's the best advice you can give to a new married couple? Anything you would say to a new married couple? Man, The, f- the first thing, and, and what I uh, most often
2: tell couples that are getting married is getting married is easy. Staying married is the job. Yeah. And stay married. That would, that yeah. would be my first thing to say to them. I don't I don't marry you. I don't perform this wedding ceremony, expecting you not to go all through your yeah. life together. Yep. Yeah. And fortunately, in the weddings I've been able to officiate at, most of the time people have stayed with it, That's which awesome. is really amazing, and I'm yeah. thankful. Uh, so, the uh, and the other thing is you've got to, if you don't put the Lord first. Mm-hmm. You're you're not going to make it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm i saying that people can't make it. Yeah. But if if you want the best opportunity yes. to make it, you got to have the Lord. Yeah. And in some respects, one person can, with their relationship with mm-hmm. the Lord, can keep it going. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because awesome. there are times when when actions I had taken or things that I'd said or done, it in a normal relationship. A wife might have said, "I'm done. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to put up with this." Becky never. She always looked to the Lord first, yeah. and that's where she took her grief and her hurt and her loss, and uh, and then she was willing to say, "We're going to, we're going to stick together. We're going to work this out. We're going to work it through." Yeah, and that's how we made
0: fifty years. That's awesome. That's
1: well, good. and and I've heard Sabrina say this too. Divorce was never an option. Yeah, yeah. that was. That was not even in the cards. And so um, knowing that, knowing that we had to resolve it, we had to yeah, work it yeah, out. Yeah, there no other option. But, but I've heard in the last 20 years, I've heard couples say, someone would ask them, well, what are you gonna do if it doesn't work out? We'll just get a divorce. Well, uh, what a way to start a marriage yeah. if that's already an option. Yeah, so. wow. as,
2: as Ruth Graham was reported saying, and she, she was asked if, she had ever thought about divorcing Billy Graham. She said, uh,
0: "Divorce, no murder, yes." <laughs> that's <laughs> and that's good. what Mom would say as well, right? That's good. Like that. That's really good. Uh, so, what's the what would you say is your best victory as a couple? Do you do you have a, a best victory? I think it's
2: getting over those hard places. Yeah. Um, and getting to this place in our lives where we have wonderful family and children and grandchildren who do something like this for us. This has been the greatest mm-hmm. celebration we could have ever imagined. Yeah. And so, but, but getting past those hurdles and only Becky and I know what those hurdles are. Yeah. Other people don't know yeah. them at all. Yep. And, and so to get over those hurdles and to continue to love and to continue to stay together, uh, I think that's, in my opinion, the greatest
0: victory we've had. It's awesome.
1: Love is a choice. Yeah. It's not a feeling. Yeah. And so there are times when you choose to stay married, you choose to love whether you like them or yeah. not. Yeah, even, <laughs> if
0: they're, even if they're being unlovable. Right, right. Yeah. And, and I think Jeremy, Jenny, and I would all agree that, that we are a great accomplishment for your marriage. Absolutely. So, though, that the, that second,
1: was, <laughs> the, the second
2: greatest victory was the children. Uh, uh, so, uh, and by the way, we are thrilled with our children and our grandchildren and uh, and all of the whole the whole family.
0: <laughs> so how have you uh, this is Matt Sharp by the way. We're going to go to Matt's question. Uh, so you guys know Matt and Jenny. Uh, in fact, you see them a lot. In yes, blues. we do. <laughs> uh, how have you influenced each other over the years? Did you ever differ at all theologically? We'll, we'll we'll start there. How have you influenced each other, and then did you ever differ at all theologically? Which I think is a great question.
1: I think the I'm sorry. Um, the in, best influence from Gary for me has been his quickness to apologize, yeah. and that has totally influenced me over the year, be, be, over the years, because it was hard for me to admit when I was wrong, mm. and but I've watched how he has done this in our family and how he's done it in ministry and what an impact it has had on people who they weren't going to come back to church Mm -hmm. and yet he would go and I don't know if you call it the low road or the high road but he would he in his humbleness he would ask them to forgive him for whatever he had done to cause hurt and so that's been a huge influence on me.
2: Cool. We've influenced each other, Uh, Becky's influenced me. In two really big ways. Number one, she's always respected me.
0: Hmm.
2: Always on, you know, she's always done that. And she's my biggest cheerleader. Yeah. Every sermon I preach to her is a masterpiece. Yep. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she says, "Oh wow, that was so good." <laughs> she's a liar,
0: then? Yeah. yeah, she's a. Yeah. Jeremy said she's a great liar. Then.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but. Uh, It's a, she's just
2: my biggest encourager and uh, in, in our private lives, she's the same way. Yeah. She just is an encourager and, and she, she knows so much about the truth, about scripture. And yet she'll say to me, "Uh, I have a question Hmm. and she'll bring a question to me. That's something she's read in the Bible, uh, looking for me to Hmm. help with an answer. I don't always have an answer, but, but that's, kind of affirmed the fact that she has confidence yeah. in me. And that's Billy
0: really been... Have yeah. you guys ever disagreed on something theological? I didn't think so, but Becky did remember something. <laughs> that did. Uh, once again. Once again, Becky remembered. <laughs> she has a better
1: memory than yeah, you, she does. apparently. Uh, you what know, was it? Was well, it something big? I just remember... It wasn't something necessary.
2: No. It wasn't an issue of, of uh, basic basically like, like an essential. It wasn't an but essential it, thing. But, no, but it was something...
1: It seemed like he was starting to lean toward a... Uh, uh, Oh, a place theologically that I was shocked and oh, okay. I thought, Oh dear, what are we going to do? And huh. and um I just began to pray and said, "Lord, I I'm not comfortable with wow. that." And That's good. And then it didn't take long and you started to come back and and then you you never pursued that anymore. Huh. Well, and it,
2: and what it was was the uh hyper charismatic okay. um word faith yep. kind of thing. Okay. And Benny Hinn in particular. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't long, and I began to see the what I what I perceived were flaws huh. in it, and and so forth. But yeah.
0: Okay. All right. And then and then Matt asked this question: uh, What are what are all of your thoughts on how to teach your children to hear from God? So, how do you teach your kids to hear from God?
2: That that to me is one of the biggest challenges. You can tell them about God. Yeah. And we did that. We we made it a point as the, you all were at home to make sure that we had a time where we read the scripture, we yeah. prayed together. And even though, that, you know, at times I know that was frustrating for all of us, yeah. not just for you kids, but, but for us too. I was going to
1: say, you probably should share that it wasn't like perfect. Oh every my God.
2: Angels no, didn't no, sing. No, it was, uh, uh, there was instance,
1: moaning and groaning. Yeah. yeah.
2: For instance, I was we were reading in. Uh, Proverbs, I'll never forget Proverbs 16. I, and I said, I read the Scripture says, if a man digs a pit, he'll fall into it. And the boy said, No, he won't. <laughs> I'll never forget that. And then the next phrase of that verse yep. says, if he r- rolls a stone, it'll roll back on him. No, it no, won't. <laughs> we 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 argued that one. Yeah. You don't and have Finally, to fall I said, pit. I said, guys, I said, that's just trying to tell us that there's some things that if we do, it's going to come back to get us. And, and I don't remember if it was Jer or Jeff, but they said, I can do anything I want. <laughs> it's a free country. Oh, my
1: word. Oh my you sound like our kids.
2: I know. That and is hilarious. you get hilarious. So upset at them. But That's one cool. of the things about hearing from God, too, and this is, goes back to those devotional times. There We memorized chapters together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I still have some memorized. And, right. yeah, and some of those chapters are still, yeah. you can still recall... That's not hearing from God, but it's getting the word into you for God to bring up. But I I got to thinking about this, too. And maybe one of the best ways we can help our children hear from God is to talk about the times we hear from Him. yep, And how we heard, uh, even in making moves or making decisions as a family. Uh, This is, and I'm not sure we shared that with the kids. I shared it with Becky, but... We did we just really tell the kids we're moving.
0: (laughs) I I think I was going to say, I think that one of the ways, and again, if we can bring Jeremy and Jenny in if we need to, but um, one of the ways I think you did it the best was because we moved so frequently, we didn't always want to move. I mean, there were several times we begged you not to move, but I felt like you guys were always clear on why we were moving and, And whether it was scripture or just the voice of god or whatever i I think you guys always clearly told us why we didn't maybe didn't like it or even understand it but uh, i remember one time coming home uh, we we were living in enid i was coming home from sabrina's house and you were out on the front porch i i thought you i was in trouble (laughs) (laughs) I, i was looking you know checking the watch making sure i wasn't late Thought i did something wrong um, so I, I came out on the front porch that night And you didn't tell me that night was going on But that was the night the Lord had confirmed to you That, that he was calling you away from Enid um, And so but you, but you shared that with us later on At least with me um, So anyway, I, I feel like you always modeled that Jenny and Jer, if you want to Confirm that I got a thumbs up from one Eh, two thumbs up <laughs> So anyway, I, I think you did You talked about it You always share with us how you heard from God Becky and I were just talking about that the other day. Oh, were you? i that
2: mean, the other day, today, about that whole time and, and what was, and this is a sidebar to that, what was really God-timed about that was that the day before that, our district superintendent had received a call from the chairman of the board wow. of the church where I believe God was calling me to, wow. saying, we're interested in Gary, uh, oh my goodness! And when I called my district superintendent to let him know that what I was sensing in my heart, I said, if they would ever call, uh, I'd like, uh, you know. And and here's no what he said: way. Oh, you're you're where God's supposed, where God wants you to be. And he knew, wow, because he wanted me to stay where I was because wow. the church was doing well. <laughs> and so when I, I, I I called him a rat later on. <laughs> I said, you rat, you knew all the time, <laughs> and I
1: could do that because we were good friends and we were
0: connected in the family yeah yeah (laughs) that's awesome
1: i also think that on how to teach your children to hear from god is to give them opportunities Mm. and um when you wanted a dog at watertown i said jeff we have no fence you're gonna need to pray about this and if god wants us to have a dog he'll provide the dog (laughs) i don't remember this we got Foxy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she, she was not an answer to prayer. And, and, and,
2: and we still had no fans and in the middle of winter Becky's out there in her winter coat Aww. while Foxy's doing her duty. Oh, that's
1: funny. <laughs> but, that's funny. But I think we need to not always provide everything they think they want, mm. but is to pray with them, give them opportunities to pray, to give them opportunities to see mm. God answer. Yeah, it's good. So,
0: it's good. So uh, these, are, these aren't uh, these aren't planned questions, and they're not serious ones. I'm just curious. Uh, out of all the vacations we took as a family, do you have one that stands out as a favorite, or one that was just stands out in your mind? Uh, three stand out to me. The first one was
2: when we went to California, Yeah. And that business. we had never taken a, a real yeah, vacation. Yeah, that was a big we had, one. Our vacations were always going to see family or going to church camp. But when we all worked and saved our money, and yeah, we went out to California and did all the touristy kind of things. Second one was 20 years ago when when you guys we celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary here in Branson, Branson, and we had at that point one grandchild. Yeah, Addie, she was just a little. And now you have 11. Now we have 11, and uh, so and now this one, this time I think this is the best. That's awesome. Mom, anything you?
1: No, I would totally agree. Okay. The one the one when the first one that we took when we went out to California was we worked for a year. I remember that. You kids we went out we and saved picked change up cans and, and, and you had uh-huh. paper routes yeah. and that was a um, big deal. It was a big deal. But I think because you were so involved in it in working toward it, mm, you really appreciated it, you really enjoyed it. We were all in on the planning of what we were gonna do. Where we were gonna go and so which,
0: which one of you got to ride the bike for ET? That was me was at an- Universal Studios. I was on, on the ET bike. And that was in the, the night rider car. Yeah, it was like a dream come the true. Kid, the night rider yeah. car, yeah. And you were on the prices right that trip. That was
1: uh
0: that was quite the trip. It was, it was quite a trip. That was the first time for any of us kids being on an airplane. Yeah. We flew. I mean, it was a big, big deal. Yeah. It was. That was fun. All right. Any any other questions? Anything you can think of that you want to ask?
1: No, I think they did a great job. Jenny
0: and Jerry, anything you guys want to ask? All right. Anything you guys want to add to? We we would not be, Becky
2: and I would not be who we are without our parents. Yeah. And our grandparents. We have been blessed to have a godly heritage in our Mm -hmm. family. And when I say that, I know that there are people who say, well, we don't start one, you know? and I say, yeah. yeah, somebody has to start it. Yep, and, it, and let it start with you, and yes. you be that foundation from which generations can spring. Yeah. Uh, people that will love the Lord, amen. So, amen. Uh, we're, we're thankful for what we were given as children a foundation and a faith that enabled us to, yeah, come to faith in yep. Christ. Yep,
1: and in making that foundation or even following through on, on a legacy that has been handed down to you, it does not necessarily mean that your children or um, are always gonna make the right yeah. decisions, but you still love them, you keep praying for them, you um, keep holding them up before the Lord and asking God to direct their thoughts yep. and their choices. There are always consequences, yep. and so that doesn't mean there won't be consequences to bad choices, but you still, you walk through yeah. those and, and then you continue to walk with the Lord. Yeah.
0: Thankfully, we made it easier on you guys and always made good choices. Oh, yes. Oh, Lord. yeah, absolutely. So you'd have to deal with that. That was just advice <laughs> for other people. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what us uh, yeah, that's the
0: first choice. that made. Maybe we make. should
1: ask them, what's the worst thing you did as a kid? Then maybe we should not. <laughs> I think it's time to wrap up the podcast, folks.
0: <laughs> Wait, we're, were you going to say something, Dad?
2: Yeah, I've kind of lost my train of thought, so that's okay. All right. Well, you guys did a great job. Thank you so much Thank for you. doing
0: this and and for answering answering questions. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Can okay. I say? I, yep. I'm
2: please. Uh, a lot of a lot of parents and us included at times. You you see your children making choices that could be destructive or hurtful, and you start feeling guilty as a parent. What yeah. did we do wrong? What? And I know for for our kids, you've all done really well, and, and I'm thankful for the way you're walking with the Lord. But for others they have children who've been raised in the faith raised in the church or, or trained up like they yeah. ought to be and they make really bad choices and the enemy loves to come in and yeah. say well you blew it and and my thought has always been you do the best you can yeah. with the lord's direction yeah. and and you have to trust him then yeah. to make up for your shortcomings yep.
0: your your failures yep yeah that's good thanks dad well this uh this is not your anniversary today but we are planning on releasing it on your anniversary, which is August 15th, right? Got that yes, right? Yes, correct. Um, and that will be your 50 years that day. So Lord willing, we'll all be around to listen to it still. Yep. Um, and happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a blast being with you guys this week and hanging out with the family. And and uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe for 75 years, we'll do this again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll be in Paris. <laughs> we'll be in Paris. Uh, but we do appreciate you doing this. We we love you guys and, and are proud of you and proud to be your children. And uh, you, you guys have lived a uh, an amazing model for not just for us, but for literally for thousands of other people that you've ministered to and that are people that are going to listen to this, have no idea even who you are, haven't met you, I think will benefit from that. So thank you guys so much for that. I'm just sorry they can't see us. <laughs> we got some pictures. We'll throw those okay, up. Okay, good. All right, good. So... Uh, well, Sabrina, you want to? Should we end in the way we always do sure. with our marriage mantra? Can we shake hands? With sure. Them? We are united, united in Christ, Christ, unstoppable with Christ, unbreakable because of Christ. So Amen. now it's time for you to go get naked <laughs> and party. <laughs> she can't, Sabrina's crying. She can't. Oh, I'm sorry. That was good. That was great. <laughs> <We>, Sherry <laughs> she just said. She's crying because she's thinking about you naked. So I can't think of a better way to end the podcast than right there, folks. Thanks for joining in. Uh, We will see you on the other side. Thank you for listening to the Naked Party Time podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review on all of your podcast platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, please make sure and subscribe as well. For more content, go to jeffmanis.com.